we are the welcome welcome time <laughs> nicely done there let's keep, let's keep let's keep this in let's keep this in it makes us more hello welcome to the wasting time podcast welcome to go. the wasting time past podcast i think that's what i was trying to say ah sorry about that that's all right. We all know you're out I'm, of practice. Uh, it's Friday. I'm full of cold and I'm out of practice. So yeah, it's <laughs> like, yeah. How are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm I'm in good spirits because as you say, it's uh, at time of recording the Friday afternoon. This I think this is a good episode that listeners are going to enjoy. Um, yeah, looking forward to the weekend ahead. I just got myself uh, Bleachers tickets for their Kingston show, so I'm pleased about yeah, that. Yeah, I did see that because it fell into our uh, group inbox. Yeah, I had to do that because I didn't realize on the limited. banquet records, on the banquet records website, because so, I was getting one for myself and one for my wife, and you you could only get one per person. So I quickly created another account for her. She was in a meeting. I was on the phone to our friend Rob from Elvana at the same time, and I was just oh. like, right, I can't use her email in case she needs to verify it. So I just used our wasting time one for that. So that's why that came through. And I'm but, assuming yeah. that sold out pretty quickly then. I if if it hasn't by now it must have already nearly sold out because they, they're doing two that night and the other one was long sold out and they've just added it like a late afternoon one so we're, and it's we're a small small venue though ish for, for, for bleachers it's quite small yeah it's the it's the one of the bigger venues in kingston but it's where they get all the where banquet records get all the big big uh artists to come and play so that's exciting good? yeah yeah really looking forward to that yeah thanks for the invite <laughs> hey mate it was it was very hard just getting it sorted for me and her let alone uh getting friends from the other end of the country to come down uh, it's all right yeah yeah it's a bit of a journey these days um yeah um but yeah you've got menzingers this weekend right yep menzingers this weekend well hopefully this episode will be coming out later today but most people will probably listen to it during or after the weekend so that gig's probably already happened if you're listening to this episode but yeah yeah, got that. Yeah. Uh, I know you're hoping to see them next week as well. So Thursday, Menzingers, yeah. Thursday, yeah, yeah. Menzing is a band I've seen so many times, but it's always a good thing. Yeah, you know, I have so many friends who are into them, so it's always a fun time when they come through London, and lots of us go. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get to arms length last night, unfortunately, on account of not feeling um, too great. Um, Fair but enough. my brother did go, so who I'm meeting for a pint um, after after we do this so oh nice nice um, i'm sure he'll tell you all about that i'll find out how that was cool um i know that you're limited for time so we'll kind of we won't keep this intro too long um there's lot i hate to sound like tom DeLong. i almost said big things coming with wasting time you know that's what tom DeLong always would say with angels and airways i I don't want to fall into that trap but we do have a few things we've lined up this year that we're excited about we haven't actually talked about when we're when we when we're gonna talk about that stuff as well so we probably need to figure yeah. out when yeah we do we do we, um yeah we, uh, exactly won't be able to plans. yes exactly um so we'll find out when we can announce some of that stuff so anyway before we get into today's episode we we thought it might be a fun new feature we'll see how this works we're trying this um because obviously what happens in a lot of these intros is i will I mean, it happens the other way around sometimes, but normally, more often than not, I will say, oh, Nick, I've, I'm enjoying X new song this week and you won't have had a chance to listen to it. And then I'll just say what I think Kill of two it. two birds, yeah. And let's just like 
do it in the moment. We thought we would play a new song and then get Nick's reaction to it. So I've I've brought a song by someone who is actually kind of linked to the podcast because uh, Kyle Devlin, who's in Game Time, has always followed us and messages us, likes our posts. Um, so we're kind of it's someone we're, we're sort of connected to, and I noticed Game Time put a new song out last week. So I thought, you know, Game Time's music's normally really good. I, I've heard it, I like it. So I thought, why don't we do uh, that? Is our first one? Yeah. So Game Time, Game Time being around a while. Scott Sellers of Rufio fame. Yeah, yeah. So so they've got Scott Sellers on this track. Yeah, there was one they released in late, I think, twenty twenty two with Peter Munters on as well. So. They're certainly connected yeah. with with that kind of scene, you know. Self released as well. Yep. Game time music. Yeah, I'm just gonna one second. I'm just have a little look and see when their earlier stuff is from. Oh yeah, look. So 2002. So I guess they were playing shows with some of these bands. That's why they've got like Scott and Peter on tracks and stuff. Yeah, go a long way back. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's get this rolling. intro Here, Scott Sellers. Yeah. Definitely got a little bit of a kind of Rufio, Rufio vibe, but with a bit more of a Definitely. pop punk, pop punk kind of influence. Yeah, it's cool, man. Is that enough, do you think? Yeah. So, so. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, yeah, it's a good sound. A, definitely get like a Rufio stroke kind of poppier, newfound glory kind of crossover vibe. Yeah, yeah, I feel they're from that world. And um, yeah, I'd, I'd recommend going away and listening to the whole song in your own time. It's kind of like the middle eight. It's pretty cool, if I remember correctly. I've, ha- I've had it on my kind of current playlist for the last week or so so i'm nice. enjoying that so yeah listeners if you don't know uh game time I, f- I feel like they're from kansas city or somewhere like that carl apologies if that's wrong um but yeah they've got lots of cool songs that one with peter munters just over a year ago it's really good as well nice cool any other new releases uh let me I suppose see. we haven't talked about um the new uh alkaline trio stuff that's yes come out. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm quite. I haven't enjoyed an alkaline trio 
new album for a while and that one's uh it's pretty decent it hasn't some of the songs haven't had staying power with me but the good songs are really good like the opening track hot for preacher is absolutely yeah. back the chorus is awesome on that it what just feels a little it just feels a little bit different than than other releases and i think i think i said to you on 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 message that alkaline releases kind of always just felt a bit samey kind of you never yeah. felt like you were getting anything new whereas this has got a little yeah. bit of a, a fresh sound to it you know but still you know still kind of you clearly alkaline but um definitely just something a little bit different and a little bit of a different direction and who know i don't know where that's come from maybe maybe the blink blink element has you know changed changed something in his songwriting approach process. a little bit maybe yeah. yeah yeah although you know you don't you don't get blink from it you, you don't really hear that no but maybe, but maybe in terms of matt's process i don't know but no yeah. it's yeah it's been pretty good so far is it it is cool. Oh, I'll tell you, I, I, I've been enjoying Frank Turner's new stuff. He's put out two singles, I think, from his upcoming album. Most recent one called Do One, which uh, is sort of very high quality Frank Turner songwriting. I don't know if you've heard that, but uh, give that a listen for sure. Okay, cool. No, 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 I've heard that yet. And Bleachers, you've got on the Bleachers stuff? Oh, yeah, because we, yeah, we talked about that, didn't we, in the last intro? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's Tiny Moves, yeah. Uh, you you predicted correctly. I did love it. It's great. Yeah. yeah, very much looking forward to the self-titled Bleachers album coming out soon. Yeah, when's that, Joe? Do you know? I think it's around the time they're over here, sort of late March, maybe. Cool. Yeah, I think I think we can leave it there for now. But um, let's get into today's guest. So today I I had the pleasure of so I did this interview by myself, but it was one that I very much enjoyed doing by myself. It was. Ingo, who's the singer for Do Not's um, huge German punk rock band, or I guess they've kind of shifted away from punk rock a bit recently, but um, huge uh, band in Germany, um, kind of known in the scene a bit over here as well. And uh, he's an awesome guy, as you are about to hear. Here it is. This is not the usual time that you would usually record a podcast, is it? No. So, well, to be honest, we... I'd say like 90% of the the bands and artists we speak to are based in America. So uh -huh. it's normally sort of, uh, I normally sort of do early evening. So I suppose they'd be speaking to me at this time, their side, I guess. So Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, it's, 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 it's just, it's, it's kind of difficult to find like a good time frame. What with uh, having kids and taking them to school and kindergarten and all that shit. So yeah. Of course. So this is basically my downtime. So my kids, <laughs> they're, they're in school, they're away yep. for a couple of hours. So here I am. So yeah. It's all good. How old are your kids? Um, so my son, he's, he's uh, two and a half and our daughter, okay. she's um, eight, eight by now. So uh, okay. yeah. She she starts to do like preteen things, you know, like doing her own shit, and she, you know, tends to be grumpy yeah. at times, you know. And, you yeah. know, and yeah. she'll be in a bedroom. She's like, yeah, don't don't even disturb me, blah blah blah, and you know, just slaps the door <laughs> and shit. And our son, he's just, you know, I mean, he's he's happy all the time. He's like, yeah, Fireman Sam is his big thing. So that's oh, nice. okay. You know, twenty four seven, he's like on like some fire department mission. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's been around a long time. I remember watching that when when I was around that age. So uh... right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Thanks so much for for doing this. Um, so yeah, this this is the wasting time podcast, and like we've kind of been doing this about, I guess, like almost nine years now, and it's oh. kind of mainly focused on kind of punk and alternative artists. Nice. Start. We started in London, just 
like speaking to local bands and then it's kind of growing into speaking to people like yourself all over the world so it's right uh on. it's great to have you here and uh, well, i'm chris by the way <laughs> right on yeah I'm, there's normally two of us that do this but yeah my co-host was it was a bit more difficult for him in the morning but i, I often do these solo as well so so yeah it's all good it's all good so i'm yeah i'm, I'm glad um we we found the time to do this because I know we were speaking a little bit at the back end of last year, and so you were you were touring sort of around was it late November December time? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, so um, a current album has been out uh, almost a year now. It's it it came out yeah. in February, but like um, we had to split up the touring. Uh, you know that just mainly because because. I don't know if, if that's true of um, the UK as well, but in, in Germany and, and like mainland Europe, it's it's uh, it all boils down to um, to getting to getting like permissions from like the festivals that you book, like, uh, mm -hmm. you know, those open air festivals, the big ones yeah. they, they're yeah. going to be like a hey, if, if you're playing our big festival. There's no way you're gonna play a club show, you know, ah, in like like yeah, three, locally, three uh, yeah. months prior or after this thing. So that's ah, basically okay. because we had to, you know, shift uh, a couple of dates into like your know, winter and stuff. So so that's basically what we did. Is like you know trying to wrap everything up around summer. So yeah. Oh, I see. So that was kind of so essentially they were like the leftover dates for, for like areas where you played the festivals in the exactly. summer. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, I mean, I could be, you know, maybe I'm wrong on this, but I'm in the UK. I'm not aware that it works like that. I mean, at a lower level, you know, I know if you know, a band's kind of, you know, that if they play like a hundred cap venues or whatever, you'll get um, local promoters won't want them to be doing another show in that city, you know, yeah. in the in the same month or whatever. But no, I haven't heard that with the with the bigger festivals doing that. Yeah, that's, but that, really it's gotten a lot worse uh, after Corona because everybody, like everybody, yeah. uh, in the in the post pandemic phase, everybody's like, um, I'm trying to sell tickets here, so uh, you guys need to be exclusively on my festival. So that's basically, you know, that that doesn't leave you a lot of choices. You could either like skip those big festivals, which yeah. you know, it's, I mean, it's you know, it's it's so and so. It's like it's like a decision that you have to make either way. So we try to you know do you know best of both worlds, but that means you know like like shifting shit away and you know like moving shit into another you know yeah. like season or something. So yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I totally see the logic in that. So was that quite a nice way to kind of wrap up the year with a few? Oh yeah. I guess it wasn't it wasn't that long a run if you were just doing the those those those. Now you know, I mean, the, the funny thing is, or like like the the beautiful thing right now is that so so this band is going to be thirty in in April. We're having our thirtieth yeah. anniversary, so it's been you know we've been around for quite a while. But um, it's a nice thing to say that, like, in the 30th year of our existence, we're playing the biggest shows, biggest festivals, biggest whatever uh, that we've ever done. So that means uh, we're not, like, playing, like, a six-week tour anymore. Like, we yeah. used to, back in the days when we, I don't know, we played, like, 300-cap um, venues. Nowadays, uh, over here in Germany especially, it's it's been exploding for us it's it's it, ever since we changed to the german language yeah, um, that, yeah, yeah that sort of like opened yet another door so by now wow. um those those um shows were playing i'd say the smallest that we did were like like 1500 and it goes nice. up to like 12000 wow so wow yeah that, yeah that's that's amazing really isn't it if you as you say you've been going since 94 and 
it's at a place now where you can kind of it, it's sort of you can always going in that direction you know because there would be so many bands who were like yeah you know we had our peak around 2000 or whatever and but um, yeah i mean i mean so this band has sort of like renewed themselves like in in you know for like at certain points in our career we were like hey let's try something new let's try yeah. you know and, and like like view our style from a different perspective let's try German lyrics for a change, blah blah blah, and that kind of refreshes everything, and and that keeps it keeps it very fresh and young for you, and so it doesn't yeah. feel like thirty years. And I suppose that is probably um, the reason why people are still following us, and like this is still growing because I don't know, maybe they perceive us as kind of like a new band to a certain extent. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Come to this in a little more detail in a little bit, but like obviously you've kind of you've changed your your musical. Not only you've put in the German the German lyrics, but like you've changed your musical style, you know, fairly yeah, substantially sure. at points, haven't you as well? So that probably helps with that. Yeah. Um, but uh, just just going back to the basics, I mean, obviously at the top of this, you were saying how um, you managed to drop off your kids and stuff before before we jumped on this. But like, just curious, like, so where, when you're home from tour, what's what's an average day like for you? Well, I mean, we're we're running our own record label, so Solitary Man Records. That's our own label. It's, uh, we uh, started it in 2005 in Japan. Weirdly enough, strangely enough, because yeah. um, our band was having sort of like this momentum in Japan, where like when we released a record over there, it went from zero to three in the charts with like Whitney Houston charting behind us. And, and wow, like which, so which, like... which which record was that? Uh, it was uh, Amplify the Good Times and okay. uh, yeah, Pocket yeah. Rock, those records back in the days. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, got yeah. the noise, you know. And yeah. um, so that, that's when we um, we had kind of, you know, like quite a following in Japan. And each and every time we would recommend bands um, in interviews, um, those sales would go up. <laughs> we <laughs> cast wow. So, yeah. so um, yeah, the guys that did our publishing over there, they were like, hey, aren't you interested in like do, doing like sort of an intercontinental label like so we're we're just gonna be the ones uh you know dishing out the money and you're you're um doing the a and r shit and you know talking to bands and blah 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 so we got to release um a couple of bands from all around the world that hadn't been available officially uh in japan so we did yeah. i don't know which, we did, which um, a, yeah go on for instance we did a greatest hits for the toy dolls we did uh boy sets fire we did dropkick murphy's um wow. wells yeah that, even placebo that and stuff wow. like that oh, really so, yeah, really yeah wow yeah so so that was it, was it was a weird setup but um when we um so we we um tried to get out of our own record contract over here in, in europe because we felt wrongly represented by sony bmg so we were mm -hmm. signed to a sub label in the early 2000s uh, so yeah. we had to get a lawyer involved and when they got us out of the deal uh we were like hey you know diy has always been a thing for us let's fucking let's import our own record label to germany and do ourselves over here so that's what we've been doing ever since so yeah uh, which means there is a lot of uh, stuff that we need to do, you know, in between touring. There's, so my, my yeah. regular day is basically spent in front of the laptop, uh, you know, apart from, you know, taking care of my family and kids and all, is yeah. uh, doing a lot of labor work. So, yeah. Okay. Any any particularly exciting artists that are with the label at the minute? You, 
you know, do you want to? Well, basically, out? we're basically doing doing um, a lot of our own stuff. That's mainly the focus okay. over here. Um, we're uh, releasing a couple of uh, smaller bands from Germany, like Smile and Burn. They're a really the, you you you'd love them. They're such okay. a great such a great punk rock band, stuff like that, and um, helping you know a couple of other bands um, promote their shit too. So there's a German band called Sonderschule. I don't know if you heard about them. They're uh, like German sure, speaking, no. like say ska yeah. punk, but they're on the okay. verge of becoming like a stadium band over here as well. So you wow. know, stuff like that. Okay. We're doing stuff like that as well. Yeah. And then um, I suppose another another thing you do is it is it weekly? You have your radio show. It's every two weeks. Yeah. Every that's two weeks. Okay. Yeah, that's been going on for like what almost three years now. And in, in the pandemic, uh, Radio Bob, that's like the the biggest German private radio station when it comes to rock. Um, they've reached out to me and they were like, hey, we're we're having a couple of uh, singers from bands host their own radio show. Do you want to do it? And um, so they had like, I don't know, like say Alice Cooper, uh, Rob Halford, you know, those guys. And wow. um, so they wanted me to get involved. And I've been doing like some, some you know, commentaries, uh, blah, 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 hosting of TV shows in Germany as well. Like, you know, say from big festivals for like German television and stuff. So, right. you know, so you it got was, that presenting experience a bit then. Yeah, so I had that one before, but uh, so radio was always on my bucket list. But I was like, hey, yeah, I would love to do that. But honestly, if that means I have to play Creed and Nickelback and all that shit, <laughs> shit then yeah, yeah, no thanks. And they're like, no, 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 no. Um, we want, you know, the whole playlist every week, uh, every two weeks, we want it to be your playlist, like three hours. And I'm like... Amazing. Guys, I'm not quite sure if that's a good idea. And, and they're like, <laughs> hey, toss a possible playlist into a direction and we'll see. And so I was trying to test them. And I was like, okay, let's see. Uh, let's uh, put on some minor threat. Let's put on some cannibal corpse. Let's put on, you know, it's, it's a different, you know, different shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just, you know, tossed it into the direction. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to get a nice email back. And they're going to be like, yeah, that's probably not what radio should be like in Germany. <laughs> But all of a sudden, I have this playlist, and they're like, that's brilliant. That's exactly what we want. So every two weeks on Thursday nights, I get to play like three hours of, you know, whatever music I feel like playing. Could be death yeah. metal, could be old school hardcore, whatever. So, yeah, it's yeah. good. No, it's cool. I mean, I've seen you because you, I know you share the playlist on Instagram. So I, I see the kind of stuff you play, and it is very cool. And also, I need to personally thank you because um separate from this i was i was working with the band i'm not working with them anymore i mean no i mean it's all all no bad bloods good vibes still love them but you played uh love breakers for me oh, yeah, i reached yeah, yeah. out yeah reached out to you about love breakers and you were very uh very gracious and helped them out a lot i think i think you played them a couple of times at least oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the brilliant seriously i love them a lot it's a great band that they, they, they sort of remind me of the replacements at times yeah that's a big influence for them for sure yeah yeah, yeah yeah so so yeah i mean the, the perfect fit for that for that kind yeah. of um audience and and so radio bob they they you know throughout the day like every single minute they have like have a million listeners so that's wow. like kind of it's it's, it's good exposure for, for those fans yeah and and i always you know i'm i'm of course i'm playing the classics but i always uh you know want to at least help out people as much as i can so you know dishing out some support into their direction should be a good thing i suppose so yeah 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 no i know it was it was hugely appreciated by them and it's funny they're yes. actually i think germany's become their sort of biggest audience they're actually over there at the minute and like it's where they nice. keep going to tour and stuff there because it's always kind of receptive to you know sort of punk music in in general you know 
But you know what? What's so funny? I don't know if you experienced it the same way, but ever since Brexit and all, it's it's gotten so much more difficult in both directions to go and play. Because, yeah. um, I mean, we did it with the do nots like a couple of times we went to uh, the uk and it was always a good time we've been there with like mill and colin and anti-flag back in the days yeah yeah yeah. sorry to cut sorry to cut in but yeah i was i was at the uh, mill and colin one 2002 i, I remember brixton right. academy yeah 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 that yeah that and and afterwards we did um we did uh a hot water music tour we did oh, a did tour you? with three colors red yeah and stuff like that oh, like, okay. and it's always yeah. It's always a good time, but you know it's tough for us to come back. What with like you know the costs and all, it's uh, yeah. And I can only I can only uh, imagine that it's it's even more difficult for bands from the UK trying to break over here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And and since Brexit, there's a lot more paperwork and hoops to jump through and stuff that just w- weren't there before. Yeah. It is, uh, yeah, it is tough. It is tough. But you know, I think I think Germany is such a well, for a band like Love Breakers and bands in that genre, I think Germany is such a good market, and it's it's, it all, is, it's always yeah. worth jumping through those hoops and organising that tour. Oh yeah, you mentioned obviously last February was your last kind of full release. How 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 how's that been received with the fan base? I'm guessing well in the fact that you've said you've been doing this big tour this year and stuff. Yeah, it's been it's been our first number one record in Germany, and and. That's Congratulations. More, yeah, thank you so much. And that's even, you know, more rewarding knowing that we've uh, done it on our own label. So, you know, Solitary Man Records is just basically it's us plus like um, um, a good friend of ours. Uh, and she does like the office work uh, with uh, our guitarist, who's also the manager in the band. So it's, it's basically uh, we're, okay. we're doing okay. everything as DIY as possible. So um, long story short, we're not like... like we, we're not having like a, a huge budget that we could spend on marketing on promotion and, and shit. It's basically, yeah. here's the record. Um, these are our ideas and, and let's try and make them stick somehow. And like knowing that, um, like we, we, we went to number one with that record in Germany. Um, knowing that that Sony and Universal had artists out in that week and they spend some three to 400 grand yeah. on those bands to, to, yeah. to make it to the, you know, to the top five uh, positions. Yeah, yeah. That's even more rewarding because we're oh, like, hey, for no, sure. look at us. I mean, <laughs> yeah. with our bullshit label and our bad ideas, <laughs> if that works out with number one, well, thank you. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Um, can I just real quick take you back to the early days of the band and obviously yeah. uh, let's not walk through you know we, we have limited time this morning and you've been going for 30 years so there's quite quite a lot of ground there but like we'll do a quick walk through if that's cool with you i just yeah, yeah, sure. so so you formed you formed in 94 and you formed it with with your brother right yeah guido um our guitarist he's my brother and um so everybody else is basically from the scene around Ibenbüren, which is like a small remote town uh it's close to munster like 140 kilometers away from cologne maybe like 200 kilometers away from cologne that you know so northwestern germany like pretty close to the dutch border actually that's where we that's where we started out and um we basically started as like you know just teenagers being bored and uh, yeah, so basically no, none of us could play their instruments. We started from scratch and, you know, started covering bands that we love, like the Sex Pistols, like Bad Religion, uh, Nirvana yeah. and stuff like that. And, it, you know, took it from there and, and basically, you know, 
I don't know. For some reason, it worked out really quickly that we could. Well, booking worked a lot for us. Uh, I did it myself back in the days, and you know, I was on, on the phone basically twenty four seven trying to reach out to clubs that I knew had bigger bands play, and I was like, yeah. "Hey, can we be the support band?" Blah blah blah. So um, that worked a lot in in like various cities in Germany, and that got us some exposure. So um, yeah, ever since we've been doing like two DIY records before we got signed to uh gun records supersonic which is a division of sony and bmg in the yeah. late 90s and that's okay. when everything really took off and then uh two or three years later uh burning heart from sweden they yeah. licensed uh, records of ours for the rest of europe and at the same time japan uh sony bmg um decided to to re-release and release stuff of ours and that's when shit over there exploded and yeah since 2008 we've been doing ourselves over here um yeah. we've been well basically touring of course europe and japan quite a quite a couple of times uh and also we did um america um every now and then like so flog and molly took us yeah. out for like you know some touring which which was very very helpful cj from the ramones uh is a friend of ours so he took us out nice. on the east coast and stuff like that so we've gotten some exposure there as well and since 2014 we've uh, we've changed to the german language and that's when shit really took off in germany like even germany. more so yeah and yeah. that's where we are right now what are you how how popular are you in america is it is it still How's and how's that compared to the UK? Is it is it similar to both countries, or do you have a bit more of a following in one? Would you say? I reckon. Well, I reckon that like America is just so freaking big that yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's, I don't know. I, I suppose that like say uh, California is should be good for us, but like yeah, it's it's not like we're we're there like every year. So the last thing that we've done over there was like uh, probably what like six years ago when we did the Flog and Molly cruise from Miami around the Bahamas with Rancid and Frank Tuna and stuff. Yeah, I bet that was fun, was it? Yeah, it was it was fun. It was is weird to a certain yeah. extent as well, but you know, playing on a ferry like on the Bermuda Triangle and shit, that's <laughs> it's it's kind of weird and yeah. kind of unreal. Uh, and way too many drinks. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it was it was a good time. So yeah, for sure. So yeah, Flog and Molly is they've been so supportive of ours uh, over there. So yeah, that's cool. And like I can because I'm thinking of my, my you know obviously I mentioned I saw you guys at Brixton Academy in '02, but I was I was familiar with you before that. I think my first exposure to you guys was uh, so when we used to have the satellite TV get German channels, and there was one music channel, and I remember just randomly having that on and and hero hero was playing i was just like oh this oh, yeah, sounds yeah. like this sounds like one of my bands oh they're german okay <laughs> cool cool and Cheers. then i i think that's how i first first knew you and then i i think like you did some tours with maybe maybe midtown came over and supported you or something like that because i was yeah, heavily into midtown yeah we took them out and and then we did a tour together in japan so they're good friends of ours and oh, yeah. and so yeah like you said like like that german uh music television thing that was helping a lot and you know yeah. in the late 90s um you know when internet wasn't a thing like yet um like everybody got their exposure from like say zines and magazines and blah 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 and the other thing that it would be would be mtv and german music television called viva yeah. and viva 2 so those those channels helped us a lot you know spread the word 
uh, throughout Europe. So yeah, it's funny. My uh, I'm I'm friends with uh, a guy called Peter who used to sing in. Do you remember a band called Over It? I'm sure he's he's yeah, yeah of course yeah yeah. yeah. Where, when did you tour? Where where did you tour with Over It? Because I'm we, assuming, we didn't. I don't think, oh, we didn't. Oh, just nah, kind of no. They they've reached out to us a couple of times because uh, uh, is it Nick Nick Belly? Uh, Nick Bailey, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, now, now a song like a pop songwriter now, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. he's been reaching out to me, Bam the days already. He's like, "Hey, we're huge fans of you guys. We need to tour together." Oh, and okay. so we've been, we've basically been updating each other. Hey, what, what are you guys up to these days? Blah 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 blah. And but it never worked out that we we play together. But well, oh, I see. Um, okay. Actually, Nick, Nick, he uh, he reached out to me like say half a year ago again, and he's like, I, "I've got a couple of songs laying around. Do you guys want to try and use them?" <laughs> and, <stuff. laughs> and I'm like, "Hey, man, that's 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 super nice, but I mean, we're good, but um, but but that's such a nice offer." So he's he's basically, uh, yeah, like you said, he's he's kind of like this. 24-7 songwriter for other bands and he's very, very talented. He's just yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, what he does. Yeah, he's been working on some big stuff, I've noticed. So he's yeah, he's doing he's doing really well. Um yeah, it's uh I feel like over it were a band that never quite had the moment they should have done. You know, they're 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 that band for a lot of people my age. It was just like, oh, over it should have been bigger, you know. But it happens a lot though. Yeah, but they, I mean, yeah, like like you said, there's like so many bands out there that deserve a bigger audience, but for some reason yeah. it doesn't, you know, there's not every band has momentum. It's got a lot to do with like, have, you know, just getting lucky and shit. I mean, that, you know, it, <laughs> life's unfair. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, you got to be in the right place at the right time and stuff. Um, yeah. you know, I met, we, we touched upon it before, but um, obviously throughout, and this is, this, this should happen throughout a 30 year career but like you've kind of your music style kind of shifted it so is there a place where we can pinpoint where that happened and i presume that was a conscious thing like were you what what was the thinking behind that because well it kind of so noticeably when... went sort to, to me sort of pop punk to a sort of you know more straightforward punk however you want to call it but there was mm -hmm, a definite mm -hmm. shift at one point yeah yeah, like I said, like in 2004, we released a record called Got the Noise. And yeah. by that time, uh, we had a feeling that we sort of knew every ingredient that was uh, yeah. necessary to, you know, play a pop punk song. And that, yeah. that that's when that's when sh shit just got a little, I don't know, repetitive, maybe yeah. um, redundant in a way. And we were like, ah, oh, geez, this doesn't really challenge us anymore. Blah 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 blah. Um, it's been it's been in our DNA for like forever. And I like even today, like to, in the, you know this very morning, I woke up and first thing I did was uh, check out the new Green Day record, obviously. And and oh right, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, they're, they're, they're friends of yours as well, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they're they're going to take us out again this summer, so, which is going to be awesome. Can't wait. Um, so yeah, that's always been in our DNA, but also a lot of like the harder shit and like, you know, the most straightforward uh, stuff. So when we uh, when we uh, got a lawyer involved to get us out of the deal with BMG Sony, that was uh, yeah. shortly after Got the Noise was released. We were sick of that style to a certain extent. We were sick of being signed to that label and misrepre being misrepresented and all. And it took us like two years probably to get out of the deal finally. And mm -hmm. when that happened, um, a friend of ours who plays in a band called Blackmail, I don't know if you ever heard of that band. Uh, what was it? Blackmail? Blackmail, yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. You might want to compare them to, say, 
a German smashing pumpkins. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. very international. Very th that guy is probably the biggest genius I've ever met when it comes to songwriting and guitarists, uh, being a guitarist and shit. So um, he Kurt Ebelhäuser, that's his name. He reached out to us and he's like, you know what, you guys, you're an amazing live band, and I love you as people, but all your records plainly suck. You know, like everything oh. you've done is shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I I can do it better. Yeah, because he's been producing other bands. How did you feel when he when he put it like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're from we're, we're, we're I mean we're Westphalians, so we're we love it when people talk straight. That's that's basically <laughs> that's that's yeah. a thing, you know. Like like yeah. we don't we don't love to be sweet talked and blah blah blah. So yeah. Yeah. it basically it was a challenge. It's like okay, really? Well, come on, bring it, motherfucker. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, we went into his studio and he's like, let's do a demo session. Let's do three or four songs together and I'll show you what you guys can sound like. And that's when everything became so much more, well, decent to a certain extent. And like, yeah. uh, I don't know, maybe more courageous and more experimental in a way. And what we let go of those typical, you know, feats that say uh, pop punk would have, you know, like, because yeah. it is redundant. It is repetitive to a certain extent. And we are like, it, probably we need something new. And that's when we started developing new trademarks. And we were super surprised and astonished and, and happy to hear that our sound could, you know, could also be uh, viewed from a different perspective. So yeah. you might want to call it like a little more indie at that time or like, yeah, like more straightforward punk rock. Um, but yeah. that really opened doors for us. I mean, it slammed doors shut in our face as well because everybody had sort of had their perception of our band. And we when we uh, renewed our sound and released that new record, everybody's like, really? That's you? Oh, I'm not sure what I'm... If I if I like it or not, or not, or not, you know. Do you think some some fans kind of walked away at that point? Then yeah, probably yeah. yeah. And and that's uh, around that time, like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, was like the uh, worst turnouts that we've ever played. Like in in like really yeah, in our career. So it, it went down to like say I don't know maybe like eighty people in Leipzig. So at, at like a Friday night, really? you're like fuck. But but we yeah. were so. Um, so, so persuaded, so convinced that this was a good record. And we're like, hey, you know what? Let's spend, you know, the last box that we have and uh, and, and invest this into this record because we love it. It's good. And we want people to know it. And so um, there's a song on there called Stop the Clocks, which is like the, yeah, yeah. probably the softest song that, that we've done, or one of the softest songs that we've done. Is You might want to compare it to, say, Blur or some band like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. Guitars and all. Yeah, yeah, and um, all of a sudden that song took off. So we we reached out to like radio stations ourselves. We reached out to TV stations ourselves. We're like, hey, seriously, please, if if you know, if anything, please listen to this just for once. If you think it's trash, then you know, just throw it away. But please give it a listen. Um, and so they did because because they knew our band from back in the days and they were like, okay, yeah. kind of interesting to see where you're going. And all of a sudden it's gotten the biggest exposure that we've ever gotten in all, in all the time being the do nots. And um, eventually it, it so happened that like even radio stations uh, 
were keen on playing it. So we got maximum rotation on pretty much every radio station, on all the TV uh, music stations and shit. And that basically helped us uh, overcome, you know, that that really bad time with the band and yeah. start everything new. And that's when everything went to a, a much bigger level. So really? yeah, so, so that song was really important in your career then i guess yeah that, um, it even got nominated by uh, for german radio prize as the uh best song in 2008 and stuff like that so it's it all of a sudden we were exposed to a complete new audience like you know we still had the punk hits with us but like a lot of people were like really Those, that's the do nots uh, that's interesting and so yeah so that's when everything took off uh, for us again Oh, that's so interesting. Okay, and and yeah, that you can see if you go on Spotify or whatever, that's by far your most popular song to this yeah, day. It is. Still, so yeah. be interesting, wouldn't it? If you'd stayed more in the lane you were in, like because some bands do that, you know, you, you could. I'm sure we could both think of a couple of bands who've been going for thirty years who haven't changed their style so much. I like. I wonder how popular you would be today if you'd kept making music. Well, you know like, what? Um, I think got the noise and stuff. You know. Yeah, I think. I think we wouldn't be in, around anymore because we'd probably gotten bored of ourselves. That's the one yeah. thing. Oh, okay, yeah. But yeah. I don't know if if if, uh, if you would agree, but to my mind, only the pioneer bands of a style get away with recording the same record over and over again. Say Ramones, say ACDC, say Bad Religion, stuff like that. You wouldn't want them to sound any other way. Yeah, but no like, effects or someone as well. I yeah, suppose. yeah, yeah. But 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 like every other band, like like there's so many bands out there that do that '90s melody core style nowadays, and it just you know slowly they slowly drive themselves into the ground because there's no such thing as like, uh, you know, they don't evolve at all, and and yeah. you just reach out to the same people over and over and over again, which is I mean that that might be. Uh, a career if you wanted to be uh, you know if you wanted shit to be that way but we try yeah. to you know always we try to to surprise ourselves and still um yeah. have a feeling that we're still relevant to ourselves basically yeah 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 what's what's your audience like these days do you is is there like a wide age range like yeah. or is Okay, yeah, that's, definitely. That's you might you might want to compare that to say uh, the audience that maybe Green Day draws. You might want oh, to compare right. okay. it to yeah. the audience that uh, Die Totenhosen and Die Erste draw. Those those guys are like the biggest two German rock and punk rock bands of all time. Mm -hmm. So, um, but, but, I mean, they're filling stadiums like easily, like sixty to eighty thousand people. That's you know, it's a no brainer. So basically, what they the, the audience they draw is probably the same that we do. It's like. Um, Obviously, I mean, the front row kids would be, I don't know, probably like, what, like 16 to 18 or something. And then we have a lot of like like mid-20 guys. And in the back, uh, those guys are parents by now and they take yeah, all yeah. their kids to our shows. So, yeah, it's it's a yeah, wide range between days. 16 yeah. and 60 is everything in there. So, yeah. That's what you want. That's what you want, definitely. Yeah. I, I, think, it, I think it's great when there's a band who's been going for as long as you guys that kind of doesn't just have the audience that kind of just grew up with them the whole time, you know? Yeah, I, I usually I usually call that that like I'm really I'm really happy we're not Jethro Tull. I mean, yeah. don't get me yeah. wrong, no no offense, but you know they course, draw yeah, yeah. the same audience. Like they've been drawing the same audience since for, like forty years or for forty yeah. years or something. And I mean, our audience grow you know grows older with us, but there's like you know there's kids coming after yeah. uh, we'll also attend, which is good. 
yeah yeah no, that's really cool um obviously um in during the period we were just discussing before like you have the song with frank turner you mentioned frank turner being on that cruise with you mm-hmm. as well it's like is he still a good friend of yours oh yeah oh yeah yeah so much like that we're we're sending each other like whatsapp messages pretty much every day nice. and uh, oh really i don't know okay. when this i don't know when this podcast is coming out when, pro- when, pro- when do pro- you... probably a week a week a week from now if i if i if if, if i stay on top of it yeah probably okay, about so, next so i'm weekend. not gonna I'm not going to spoil it, but there might be something more happening with Frank in really okay. a couple of weeks. So yeah. Oh, okay, okay. We'll look out for that. That's exciting. Right. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Frank. Frank, we've had Frank on the show before. Um, fair, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, lo- one, of, he's one of my, my dearest friends. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we met because uh, a friend of ours, uh, a mutual fr- friend, who uh, he uh, he booked some shows uh, in Germany, uh, and he did Million Dead, Frank's old band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. and when Million Dad was done, he's like, "Hey, Frank, that singer uh, of Million Dad, he's he's doing like singer songwriter solo stuff by now. I'll keep you posted. I'll keep you in the loop." I was like, "Yeah, why not?" And then so he he um he sent me some stuff, and I was like, "This is really fucking good. This is really cool. I'm I can see that this guy is gonna go places." Uh, yeah. Yeah, because you know you listen to a couple of people and you just know they have it, and you know exactly. that there's like a career, uh, you know, waiting for them to just you know explode in their face, and that's pretty much what happened. Like I don't know, like maybe a year after, and so we reach out to him in 2012 for like a duet of a song called "So yeah. Long," yeah. and um, ever since we've been friends. So yeah, yeah, we've been shooting a video in London and hanging out and. We took him out over here a couple of times, and so you yeah. know, it's yeah, it's 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 a friendship and much more than just a professional relationship that you would have with a couple of bands. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's very cool. Yeah, it's fun. It's funny you mentioned the whole when you hear something something new and like you know when someone has it. Is there any other examples over the years where you heard a band or an artist early on? You're just like they have that special thing, and they've gone on to. Well, there's well. a there's a German band called Leoniden. Not sure if you've heard of them. They're they're doing uh, the UK so, a no. couple of yeah, a couple of times. The uh, uh, they've been doing the UK a couple of times already. Um, so they started out being this band, this weird band that sounded like say at the drive-in, but oh yeah, yeah, a lot more poppy in a way. But you know the same the same weirdness and the same you know rhythm weirdo shit going on but like popular and and yeah. we we're like those guys one of those days and yeah next thing you know they they changed their singer and ever ever since they've gotten huge over here in, in germany so yeah that's one of the those examples as well it's funny it's funny that there's there's a couple of artists that that everybody that everybody has the same feeling about right yeah. i mean i mean yeah it's 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 in the dna and you can't even get your head around what it is exactly that makes them so magical but like if they have this that thing it's just yeah. there and you can't yeah. buy it for money your former style of music was very much in the pop punk lane mm-hmm. and like we've talked about a few we've mentioned throughout this like a few bands of that genre but um they're all kind of legacy bands or bands who've been at around a while do you have any kind of um eye on what's going on in that kind of type of music these days like is there any bands that have impressed you who one would describe as just a straight up pop punk band like or do you kind of are you because that's in the past is that not something you really pay attention to because like looking at your playlist i'm sure i saw a couple of things that could be classified as that 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm always curious to find out if there's something new that really fascinates me and blows me yeah. away. But I'll be honest with you. Uh, it's basically it's the old records over and over again that really yeah. still impress me. And, and yeah, the, yeah. you know, the records that and the bands that have just done it better and earlier and, and stuff. Um, I mean, there's a couple of bands out there, uh, like new bands, which I really like, uh, but uh like like my 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 own musical taste has shifted a bit sure, so let's sure. say nowadays i'm a lot more interested in bands like say i don't know bands like fucked up bands oh, like oh yeah 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 um i don't like even uh, stuff like the national and and shit mm -hmm. like that so it's, mm -hmm. I mean, it's it, yeah uh and like the you know i'm i'm a huge fan of old school hardcore uh yeah. you know in the vein of say i don't know kid dynamite uh yeah. gorilla biscuits that stuff okay um so the last band that really let me think last band that really blew me away uh is homefront okay you know, yeah, like, yeah 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 that band from uh Edmonton in canada yeah, yeah. They they sort of they sort of combine say the clash say fucked up with uh the cure and echo and the bunny men and, and stuff. Yeah, it's a cool it's sound a weird they have. Mix. Yeah. But that that band really blew me away. But when it comes to pop punk, I mean, of course I pay attention and I know that say bands like Neck Deep are huge by now, but Yeah. I can I can check them out. I I like them okay when I see them, but that's not something that I would put on uh, myself oh, at home yeah, and be yeah, like yeah. okay i want to listen to this right now it, yeah. you know the, green day is still a thing for me um i'm looking forward to next week when uh the new alkaline trio record is coming out stuff like that yeah oh yeah, yeah. have you have you talked with alkaline trio before no we haven't but uh we've uh, well uh, i bumped into matt a couple of times he visited us when we played um Hollywood once that's when he attended a show of ours because uh, we have a couple of mutual friends and mm -hmm. last time I've met uh, Skiba uh, in person was when we played with Blink 182 when he was in the band when we played a festival together in uh, oh, Switzerland nice. so we oh, cool. hang out that okay. day so yeah he's a good guy love him okay do you, do you still know the Blink guys a little bit because you, you talked with them like way back in the day didn't you I think well, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's not like we're we're best friends and like yeah. we're being on yeah. the phone like every other week or so. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but it's it's always nice to bump into them again on festivals and stuff. So um, yeah. I did when they when they uh, got back together in two thousand what was it nine or something after that yeah. first breakup kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I uh, I interviewed Tom DeLong for German television. Oh wow! Okay, that thing, that that very interview that blew up. I don't know for some reason it it got it went viral and and ever since uh, I don't know if we play with it's just an airwaves or blink or he's always like hey man good to see you again uh, blah blah blah, cool. blah stuff that's like that. Cool. So yeah, he's a good guy. Nice, nice. Um, Ingo, I think uh, we could probably because I've taken up a fair bit of your time on this Friday morning. Yes. We can we can probably wrap up in a sec. We normally finish these with just like some kind of generic quick fire questions. So uh -huh. if it's, if it's cool, can yes, maybe please. I'll, uh, I'll throw some of those at you. I haven't really written them down. So I'm just going to kind of make them up as I go along and based on previous ones we've asked. So let, let's keep it real simple. To start with favorite TV show. Oh, fuck. You got me here already. <laughs> uh, Probably Stranger Things. No, that's not a TV show, is it? The, I mean, oh, Netflix yeah, doesn't yeah. count. Um, 
Yeah, that counts. Yeah, because because uh, I love everything that's like eighties eighties related and like yeah, yeah, everything yeah, yeah. that has like uh, kids, you know, being you know being together and 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 fighting evil. Like say the Goonies, say yeah, Stand yeah. by Me. I, I sort of have I have a soft spot for that. So probably Stranger Things would be would be a thing. Yeah. Nice uh, favorite type of food. Oh, uh, everything vegetarian and vegan. So pasta nice. is always a good thing. But yeah, if if it doesn't have any eyes, I'm very very happy. <laughs> I approve of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 not vegan, vegetarian though. I like I, I, Germany always has like a very good vegan scene. Where, whereabouts in Germany are you based? I meant to ask that. That uh, right the now I'm I'm where I'm living in Cologne these days. Oh, Cologne. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to give you three previous guests that we've had on the show, and you're only allowed to keep the music of one of them. The other two you can never listen to again. Oh shit! So, uh, hey, you know they might be artists that you've never listened, never listened to. So, it might not be a problem. But I'm going to try and make it as difficult for you as I can. Oh, Let's. All right. So, I'm going to give you "Get Up Kids," "Rise Against," and "Some 41." Oh, you can only keep the music hell. of one of them. Seriously? Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, I'm serious. Geez. Um. Now, okay, here's the catch. So, like, um, I basically know everybody in every band, and we, we've been playing Good. with everybody. Yeah, so that makes it more know, awkward. I yeah, like this it. is so. So, whatever I'm going to say <laughs> from here on out is going to be offensive towards a couple of people. Um, well, let's say the closest friendship that we keep is uh, with Rise Against. So, Tim is. Okay. Up a very good friend of ours uh, and he's also been doing like you know guest vocals for us and we've been out touring with rise against and it's always a good time to hang out with them again um i'd probably say rise against but uh i have to admit that uh something to write home about from the get up kids is probably in my Classic. top 20 of all time so nice <sighs> That is sort of like it's it's difficult that you know uh, I'd have to you know flip a coin or something to to finally make a decision <laughs> when it comes to that. Uh, but you know what, friendship always uh, over music, so I, I'll stick with Rise Against and, and uh, yeah, nice. I guess nice. yeah, that would be my answer. Uh, top three artists of all time. Oh fuck you, man! Uh, or or, or cont contenders for it if you can't nail it down to three. Because to be fair, like off the top of your head, that's you know it's a difficult question. That's a super difficult question. Um, well, I can say that my favorite record of all time is American Three, Solitary Man by Johnny Cash. Mm -hmm. So he's probably up there. But then, you know, then you have to, you know, you have to divide it into, into genres. I mean, uh, Metallica and Slayer have been super important to me just yeah. as much as The Clash, just as much as The Tortenholzen from Germany and... Oh, geez, man, that that question is impossible. That I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. That's like I, I could I could I could toss some forty names at you at once, and also say stuff like New Order, The Cure, even Cindy Lauper that has a big uh, yeah. There's there's a gold yeah, yeah. plate, you know, in my heart. It says Cindy Lauper somewhere. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I just. What one final question that I meant to ask before? Just uh, what, how, how's the future for for the band looking? Um, do you what's do you know what you kind of have got planned over the next year or couple of years? Is there anything you can kind of allude? Yeah, to like now? I said, uh, we're going to turn thirty this year, so there's sort yeah. of like some some celebrations obviously involved in celebrating that anniversary. So we're going to do our big hometown um, festival show in 
Munster in August, uh, it's like a 12,000 capacity, which was sold out in less than 48 hours, which oh, is like- congratulations. That's awesome. The weirdest thing. Um, so yeah, Green Day is going to take us out uh, for a couple of dates this year, which nice. is going to be rad. Um, yeah. yeah, we're going to play uh, yeah, various size clubs this year, like from very tiny to pay tribute to the early days to, you know, yeah. the bigger stadium shit. Um well, we're we're uh, recording some new stuff, uh, some old stuff, re-recording old stuff. You know, recording some new stuff. Um, okay. I can't let you in on that like too much yet. Fair enough. But, Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, um, that's gonna happen. And um, well, the rest is basically I don't know. It's 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 all up in the air. I'm I'm pretty sure that uh, if if things progress in the way that they are working for us right now, then uh, we're gonna get on people's nerves for at least 30 more years. That's nice. for sure. Of that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, why yeah. not? Why not? Um, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think we can, we can wrap it up there. Uh, Ingo, like really appreciate your time again. Well, appreciate so the stuff me. outside of the, outside of this that you did with love breakers. Um, yeah, no, like um, you're most welcome. And uh, yeah, it's been, been really cool to have you on the show. And, right uh, on. Well, yeah. yeah. So, um, you, uh, thanks everybody. Uh, thanks for listening, and you know, thanks for the, the interest and all. And um, let's be in touch. Seriously, like definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I will reach out to you soon. I really appreciate this. Whoa!